Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Oh, my God, it's Tuesday, and we're having a show. Of course, it's because I'm going on vacation, and uh, Artie can't do this without me because he loves me too much, and he said, let's just do it Tuesday, bro, and we'll put it out, and then we'll have a nice little break, and we'll come back the following Friday rocking and rolling. So I hope everybody's having a wonderful, wonderful time. Um, everybody's being safe and staying out of trouble. But uh, like I said, I can't do anything. He can't do anything without me, and I can't do anything without him. He's the one, the only, the professor, Mr. Casas. How you doing, buddy? What's up? How are we, how are we hanging? We're hanging long and slightly to the left, but it's okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, with age. It, it does, right? It does happen with age, I guess. Um, so we're having a special edition. I don't call it special edition. It's a regular show, just a couple days early, just because I'll be um, going on vacation for about a week. Um, and we'll be back to our regularly scheduled Friday nights. Uh, starting next week in July, I guess. Burp. I just burped. Uh, as always, guys, there's a three-drink minimum. Artie, do you have your drink with you? I do. I do. Uh, cheers, my brother. Cheers. Nothing major. A little Malibu with some Coke. Oh, there you go. I just got a, little mo- a couple Modellos. Um, I snuck them out of the, uh, the, the pack we're taking to the river tomorrow. Um, so, I got to... Sh- sh- Keep them on the hush. <laughs> uh, um, a lot of things have happened. Reserves, huh? it's a, it, I dipped into the reserves. A lot of things has happened, Artie. It finally fucking happened. Almost. MLB <laughs> <laughs> baseball is back. Kind of. Uh, Robert Manfred is implementing a schedule for the 2020 season. The MLBPA has informed the Major League Baseball that they have rejected the agreement developed by Manfred and Tony Clark, the MLBPA um, uh, commissioner, or whatever they call him, the president of the MLBPA. Uh, Some of the things that were on the the agreement were the universal DH for the next two years, guaranteed $25 million in playoff pools in 2020, $33 $33 million in forgiven salary advances that would increase the take-home pay of 61% of the MLB players, overall earnings for players of 104% of prorated salary. Over the last few days, of MLB agreed to remove the expanded postseason in 2021 in order to address player concerns. In the rejection, 
MLB clubs have unanimously voted to proceed with the 2020 season under the terms of the March 26th agreement. Players are to report to camp by July 1st. God damn, it took forever. And the season should begin at the end of July. Players to respond by 6.23 at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. As far as all I've seen so far, it's happening. They're going to show up. I know there's a couple people that are talking about sitting out. People are asking other uh, MLB players if they're going to sit out, what's going to happen with the season. The only thing I don't like about the um, the agreement from March is that there won't be an expanded playoffs in 2020 or 2021. They took that out, which kind of sucks because with 60 games, we've talked about this before already, and, and forgive me if I'm wrong, but every game matters that much more. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Riveting information from Marty on that one. Oh, I was just trying to practice everything <laughs> you're saying, and I, I'm wondering like how up to date because I'm constantly reading stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, um, just of what I just heard you say is basically they agreed to the original terms, so everything that they went through for nothing, they're just going back to square one, right? Or yeah. am I wrong? Or am I missing something? Or yes and no. So basically. They're 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 cutting out the extended uh, expanded postseason. Um, they remove the ability to file a grievance, so now the players can file the grievance. Um, this is going to roll over into the collective bargaining agreement that's going to happen at the end of next season. God forbid there be a freaking strike, and I don't even want to think about that right now. I mean, it's it's just goddamn time this got done, man. But it does honestly leave a bad taste in my mouth that it took. This long for this same shit that was agreed upon in March to just fucking happen. Yeah, to get going. You know what I mean? Um, like, it, it's absolutely... And I, honestly, I get it. Like, right now, there's been some COVID scares, and a couple people have, have popped positive. No information on who's gotten actually, like, really sick or anything like that. They may be all asymptomatic, but there have been players, including in the Phillies, that have gotten um, pop positive for COVID. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, to- yeah, I just don't, I don't see, I don't see what 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 took so damn long to get back to square one. Basically, you know, like, yeah. just I, that's just to me mind boggling. But I mean, it's here, so you know they're supposed to report by first. You know, there's gonna be players that don't that don't report, which makes sense. You know, it's only sixty games, so it's not like they're missing a ton. I'm curious to know what what happens if they don't report. You know, are they still next year under the same contract that they're on right now? Like, they become free agents next year because they didn't report. Obviously, they're not going to get paid, right? Right. So my understanding from what I've heard and out there, correct us if we're wrong. If they do not report, they don't get paid for the season. However, it does count against them. So let's just say Mookie Betts doesn't report in. He wouldn't get paid. But he would be a free agent at the end of the season. If you don't report in for your your team and you're still under contract, you don't get paid. However, it does count against your year um, again, uh, with the team and you go into your next season starting regular as, as it would be. That's interesting. That is very interesting, sir. It'd be interesting yeah, well. to see it'd be interesting to see if anybody um, was removed from the from the team. Um, because they didn't show up to play. I mean, it'd be very interesting to see 
if anybody actually went down that road and said, you know what, man, we're going to let you go. You didn't show up when we need you to show up, but we're going to let you go. Yeah. Maybe that's where they could file a grievance, though, no? Yes. So that still allows them to file a grievance, um, but we'll see how far that goes. I mean, I think if, if enough players start filing a grievance, I think it's going to just drop right into a, a strike, and we may not see baseball in 2022. Uh, I mean, to worry about 2021, I still well, skeptical it's, until it's official. Like, I know they're working on it, but, man, they've been working on it for a month and a half, so I'm waiting to see how everything plays out, you know? Now, I'm excited that we have some dates at least set and say, hey, July 1st, everybody's supposed to report july 26th, 26th I I 26th and 27th is opening weekend basically um weekend. one one set of teams will play the 26th the other set of teams will play the 27th i mean that, 60 I, games in 68 days it's gonna be a fucking sprint as uh, ken rosenthal said um I, I added a little bit of colorful language but 60 games in 68 days i'm fucking ready my body is ready and my beers are ready that's all i'm saying <laughs> You just need to get a couple of days off, right? So that you could watch. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. I'm going to be watching this shit at work. I don't give a <laughs> That's funny. Um, I'm supposed to be going back to work, right, when that stuff happens, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to tell you that, that um, man, I lost the train of thought there. What, 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 let me ask you a question already. What are your thoughts on, on this whole situation? Where does this leave baseball? Because I know – Every other professional sport was able to find a way to, to, to make their sports happen again. Basketball, I mean, obviously it's gotten a, a couple uh, speed bumps because of other issues going on in the world right now. Not necessarily COVID, um, but some players are already saying, hey, we're not going to play. We're not going to be there for different reasons. Um, I know we'll talk about that a little bit later. But where does that leave? I mean, cause to me, it has left a bad taste in my mouth. Like, I'm really disappointed that baseball got to where – this is right now. I think of all the sports, baseball players are paid more per capita than any other sport. Right. I'm curious to see where where that leaves us. Right. It really does, man. Like, like I hope it wasn't just a money thing. I hope there was some more behind the scenes that we didn't get to hear about. I hope there was more behind the scenes that we we don't know about, right? That they were more concerned with, and it wasn't just a money grab kind of thing. Because that 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 really that I mean, this whole situation really hurt the casual fan. It really hurt the diehard fans. The diehard, I mean, I saw, dude. I don't know how many people I saw today rocking their Angels jerseys, their Dodgers jerseys. Everybody is fucking high five, fist bumping not high five fist bumping around work um, uh, as far as the customers go because they were excited because they're like, oh, hey, you like baseball too? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, I even wore one of my one of my Angels shirts uh, today at work, and, and I had a couple people like, hey, man, you're rocking the Angels. Huh? I'm like, hey, dude, we got baseball is back, brother. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where this leaves us as far as the casual fan and where who who's really – you know, not going to stick around for this. You know, it. They could have been the first ones back, the whole two, three weeks with nothing else right, but right. baseball, sure. and sure. instead fighting back and forth, back fighting back and forth. And what is ha- what happens now? We're back to square one with sixty games only. Like, could have had like a hundred and twenty, hundred even. Yeah, you could have had more fans. You could have drawn a a, a 
a bigger crowd. I mean, it's just bigger uh, crowd that just not that might not have been there because you know, like you might have been able to draw some of those basketball fans that are only basketball fans, and we're, we're like, man, we're just they need something for sports. I'll, I'll watch baseball, you know. Like <laughs> now, really, if you think about, it, they're starting at the same time as basketball. So that yeah. that kind of, that fan base that you could have like maybe lured, you could have swooped in on. One, yeah, it's now going to be gone if everything goes along with the way it's supposed to with uh, basketball. Does that make, make sense? Like yeah. before, you know, a center of sports could have been baseball and they could have capitalized. Instead, they just turned it into like this ugly thing, like a little feud and it looked petty. It, re- themselves it reminds me of this this uh, video I saw from ESPN. They put it out and they said of all the millions of times that um, the fans have bailed out baseball and forgiven them, maybe this time the fans don't. Because they could have been the center of attention. Baseball could have been America's sport again, America's pastime for real. Because everybody would have been watching. Look at the UFC. Look at NASCAR. Look at everything going on. Like the few things that we have gotten, everybody's watching it. Because that's all that's there. And they could have had the, 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 um, they could have been the one. They could have been the ones. And I think... I don't know, man. They might lose a lot of people that that were hanging on for them, and and they're just like, I got other stuff I could do now, you know. Like right. these guys wanted to fight over some money, and and now we can go do something else. Right. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I mean, yeah, I just think they they had an opportunity there that they squandered. But I mean, let's just be happy with what we got. And um, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll gladly sure. take my sixty games in sixty eight days and. Um, what's, you know what, somebody, somebody mentioned it, I, I was reading it earlier, they were like, okay, so re- realistically, after the first month, after the first four weeks of the season, you pretty much know who's going to be in the playoffs, since it's not expanded playoffs, you pretty much know who's going to be in the playoffs, um, and so our team's going to be like, um, our team's going to be like, eh, I'm going to go sit out now, my back kind of hurts now, my... I gotta, I gotta, you know, check out my hammy because, uh, you know what I mean. Are we gonna lose some of that competitive, you know, thing? Because usually it's a, it's a, um, not a sprint, but it, usually it's a marathon. You 162 games, and and right now we're looking at a, a quick sprint. So what yeah. do you think, Art? Do you think some of the guys are just gonna kind of like, not I don't want to say uh, fake no, injuries, I, but they're kind of kind of sandbag it if they're if it looks like they're gonna be out after 30, you know, let's just call it okay. Let's let's call it 30 game after 30 games. If there's a team that's you know, five and twenty-five. You know, you think those players are going to kind of sand dog it after that? Is he going to give it all? I think they're going to give it their all. If you ask me, because um, that's one that I could see like them saying, "Yeah, it's only sixty games." You know, like that's that's what a third of the season. Yeah, usually that's a third of the season right there. And most times, dudes struggle to finish that you know uh, season. So now, sixty games for them might be like, ah, man, it's just a little more than spring training. You know? Yeah. I, I don't think that's going to be an issue for them at all. I just think it, I'm just curious to see. I, I really have a feeling not all the dudes are going to show up, you know? Yeah. Like just not a lot of, I, I saw an interesting stat. Let me read it to you real quick. Uh, 528 players, right? Mm-hmm. There's 528 players. Uh, 42% of players will be paid less than 100 k and the rest of MLB 
is 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 foregoing 33 million silent forgiveness on the table considering 170 million advanced players in march so basically 42 percent of players are getting paid less than 100k yeah because they got they took that advance at the beginning of the season because they didn't know how long this was going to be right and so they're they're they it's almost like if we want sympathy yeah you know like you got paid ahead of time bro and then now you're complaining and now you're complaining because you got your money first but then you want more money now but you already got paid because they figured that was going to happen but you want more money now because you why you know what i mean get paid for your get, get paid for your 60 games that's what you wanted to do you get 60 games worth of money that's it Minus, minus what's already that, been advanced. Forty-eight percent, dude. That's almost half of the league. Imagine if those dudes that say, "You know what? It's just not worth it." That's half of the league, dude. Basically, half of the league. Forty-eight percent. Yeah, half of the league. If they decided to say, "You know what? It's just not worth it," I'm not gonna go. That to me is real a really interesting scenario. Now, again, they're they're doing the boohoo poor me type of thing. And think about this. I always think of like the memes. You know, there's always memes circulating everywhere. Yeah. Have you ever seen the meme where like, um, where there's a, it's like a limo and it's a teacher in the limo, and then there's like a professional basketball player and and they're like looking at the teacher in the limo and saying, "Man, I wish I could have become a teacher. They they make so much money, blah blah blah. Yeah, but it takes a lot of work." Type of thing. And I'm just throwing the teacher on now out there because obviously I see a lot of that stuff from teaching. Right. But I think of, that's the first thing that came into my head in terms of when I saw somebody say 100K because 100K is generally like, I guess, um, the standard that most people are trying to make in a, in a, as a living, you know, like the I, most. I, I think most to live, to like, live yeah. comfortably, you're, you need to be in a household where they're ma- you're making at least $100,000. Right. Well, seeing them that they're complaining, I guess, is the thing I, I can't think of a better word to say that they're complaining about 100K. It's like, man, most of us are still trying to make 100 grand. Yeah, I, kn- I know that in my household right now, we're just under 100 grand a year. And yeah. that's, you know, me busting my ass and, and her getting her work done. I mean, that's just kind of where we're at right now. We're just under 100K. And I know that once we hit that 100K, things are going to be a little bit easier, but still. Like, how are you going to complain? You're out there playing a game, and you're making over 100k for a few months of work, and you can't just get out there and play a game. Like, it goes back to back in the day when we were talked about uh, was it Blake Snell? I'm like, dude, like, really, bro? You're you're gonna be you're gonna be like that about your money like that? Like, come on. I mean, granted, we don't know his situation, we don't know his problems. More money, more problems, as they said. You know, fucking Biggie Smalls back in the day. You know. Um, who knows? But at the same day, our us blue collar workers or white collar workers, even like, bro, come on, you're making hundred k. Shit, I wish I was getting paid hundred k a year to work six months, and then rehab and exercise and spend time with my family for another six months. You know, what I mean? you know what I mean? Let me let me ask you this, Artie. I know I know we gotta take a quick break right now. Let me ask you this, Artie. Over under games needed to be won to make the playoffs this season. How many do you think? What's your over under? Mm, thirty five. Thirty five. Thirty five games to make the playoffs. Yeah, I think thirty five will give you a shot at making the playoffs. I don't know the exact number, but I'm going to say thirty five. If you if you hit the benchmark of thirty five wins in a year, you're going to have a pretty good shot at making the playoffs. Right. So you're saying 
just over 50%. So you're saying 55%. You need to be at at 35 games to get into the playoffs this season. Right. I was thinking closer to 40. I was going about I was going about 30. I was going to meet you about halfway between 58%. No, that's right. 58. I was going to go I was going to go with uh, 38. I think if you about if you nail if you nail 38 games, you're definitely in the playoffs. Well, if you hit 40, you're going to be in the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. You're saying, like, to, I said to give yourself a shot, you need 35. What do you – okay. But, but so, if, you're, if you're at 40, you're in the playoffs. If, you, you're, if you're at 38, you got you in the playoffs? Uh, depends. You in the American League, you know, like <laughs> – well, since yeah, I mean, wait, are, are they doing? Are they doing the? Uh, I don't remember if I saw. Oh yeah, the Universal DH is happening for this year and next year. So it doesn't matter, American League or National League. It does. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because they Are they going to split the leagues or is everybody playing everybody? That they haven't announced. Yeah, I'm curious to see because remember how they were early on they were talking about like yes, oh, but... we're gonna have the cactus league, we're gonna have the grapefruit league, blah blah blah, whatever it is. Um, I'm assuming because I haven't heard anything, it's gonna be American League, National League. Yeah, it'll be. It'll be. I believe the American League has weaker weaker um, records. I, I could be wrong, but I last year they we had have the bigger bats. We have bigger bats. You have stronger. We just arms. have more bats, big guy. That's what I'm saying. We got bigger bats, and you got stronger arms. Bigger bats, you have more bats. There's bro, a difference. Bro, there is a difference. I'm trying to give you a goddamn compliment. Jesus Christ! <laughs> the million home runs last year. It was uh, this morning. It was uh, Peter Alonso. Was it Peter Alonso? I don't know who it was, man. So, moving on, we got to talk about NASCAR. I know, mm-hmm. I know, I know. We got to talk about NASCAR. A noose was found in Bubba Wallace's garage at Talladega. It was a secure area where access to the area is limited to competitors, officials, and official track staff. Let me repeat that. It is an area where access to was limited to competitors, officials, and official track staff. On the, on, on the heels of what NASCAR has tried to accomplish by undisputedly removing the Confederate flag from all NASCAR events, both on track and away from it. It's absolutely crazy that that happened. And in an update, I e- I texted you earlier. Um, the FBI, and now I'm not okay. Now I'm not one for conspiracy theories. I'm not one that says you know maybe you know it is what it is. Um, but my thing is, is it a cover up? The does the, is this where the cover up begins? Because the FBI has came out and said. That that noose has been there since October of last year. My spidey sense is tingling. 
Because how are you going to tell me that that's been sitting there, hanging up, since October of last fucking year? And it just so happens to be Bubba's fucking uh, a garage. Oh, they said, oh, nobody knew it was going to be his garage back in in October of 19. You can t- tell me between October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. Eight months later, nobody's ever walked into that freaking thing. You're going to tell me that nobody walked in there when they were cleaning. Nobody walked in there when they drove his car in there. Nobody walked in there when they were putting their stuff in there. Nobody walked in there and noticed there was a fucking noose there. Since October of last year, and the FBI is going to want you to believe that shit? I'm not one for conspiracy theories, Artie, but what the fuck? Uh, I do believe in conspiracy theories when it comes to the government. I don't believe in the actual theories that are out there. But I leave there. I do believe there are conspiracies out there. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, here's my thing: if the FBI found that it was, it's been there since October. This has to be a cover. Somebody high up enough called somebody high up enough and said, "Hey, man, let's get rid of this." What are they gonna do though? Like, get rid of what? Like, get rid of the situation? Like, oh no, it, it's, it's been there since October. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, bitch, what? With all the coronavirus shit going on, you're going to tell me that a cleaning crew didn't go through all these fucking garages and nobody was like, hey, what's that there? Why why is there a fucking noose hanging in the middle of the garage? Does anybody want to look at that? Anybody want to maybe call somebody about that? Like maybe take it down? No? And it just so happens. It just so fucking happens that fucking garage number four is Bubba's this past weekend. On the heels of what they did by removing the Confederate flag from NASCAR, both on the track and away from it, you're going to tell me that the FBI found that it was just there since October and they have video proof that it's been sitting there since October. Who the fuck let something like that sit there since October? I don't know. I think Donald Trump is the one leading the investigation, if you ask me. (laughs) It sounds like Uh, he's the one. (laughs) Yeah. This is just fake news. It's been there since October. Everybody's making a fuss over nothing. I actually think they're, they they made themselves look worse by saying, hey, it's been there since October. Like, what? What'd you say? Like, are, are, you, are you kidding? Like, um, your excuse is that it's been there since October, so no malicious intent. Who the fuck was there in October that put that up there? Oh, my guess is I don't think that really does anything other than I think it causes the FBI to not look into it more. Like, all right, we're just not going to look into it more. But I think it makes them look, it makes NASCAR, wherever it is, look worse by doing that. Yeah. I thought NASCAR looked amazing when they walked Bubba's car. They pushed it across the, the pit row. Um, Richard Petty was there All of NASCAR You've seen the pictures I'm sure guys Everybody The videos, the pictures, everything I know you've heard about it It's It was it was heartwarming Like when they pushed him across You know pit row and they were all there behind him Bubba Wallace got out And immediately started crying And the great Richard Petty Went over there, gave him like a pat on the back And was like hey man we're here for you We're here for you and, like, he got up on his car, took a picture, posted it, and this is what Solidarity looks like for NASCAR to come out with the FBI with this bullshit. Like, come on, man. The world is moving in a direction. 
don't let this bullshit go by. Somebody was yelling about uh, Smollett. They're like, oh, it's another Smollett incident. What's it called? Another Smollett incident where he did it to himself, and that's why they're doing so much shit about it. Like, nah, bro, come on. Who does that kind of shit? Right. I don't know, man. I just... I mean, what are they going to do, though, really? Like, well, they they said. Let's just say, who cares? Who cares when it came out, right? Right. There was last October, whether it was October two thousand eighteen. Point is that it's there. I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's there. So now, what do we do? Why don't we fingerprint it? Why don't we try to figure it out? Figure out what's going on. Like, what are we going to do with that? Like, I don't even care about the date. If this was even. Even if it was like a couple months ago, it was like, oh man, it, it was an accident. And I meant to, I don't even know what the hell you use nooses for other than to what, you know, the extreme I could think of, you know? Yeah. I, I really don't like, what, I mean, what, I if, be... what if somebody did put out, put that out there um, in, in, in October of last year? What if that was a sign for a cry for help from somebody like trying, uh, like thinking about killing themselves? You've let right. that sit there since October? Nobody's walked into that fucking garage since October of last year. Like it just, it sounds fishy to me, man. Like it's just, NASCAR should not be okay with that result. I agree. There's no security camera, nothing. You tell me. They, they, I forget the guy's name, but for ESPN, they got a NASCAR guy. Last night he was fucking yelling, and and it was it was it was intense. But today he was talking, or two days ago he was he was yelling. Yesterday. That I watched it last night, and he was talking. And he was just like, "I have all the credentials in the fucking world to cover this, and I can't get within 400 feet of the main gate." You mean to tell me that somebody who had all of the credentials to get wherever they wanted to go walked in there, saw this, walked away, and didn't say anything? You mean to tell me with all the fucking cameras that are back there, you can't go back even if you have pit passes. You there's there's only so much secu- there's security there to stop you from going to certain places. Like you have to have badge after badge after badge. He was explaining how every 15 to 20 feet there's another stop. Every uh-huh. 15 to 20 feet there's another camera, there's another security guard. You mean to tell me through all of this nobody saw anything. Nobody caught anything. And this was here from October. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It reminds me of the what's the dude that hung himself in um, in jail. You know the pedophile alert. Uh, oh, Epstein, Jeremy e- Epstein, Jeffrey? whatever. Yeah, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, right. It I reminds mean, me of that. Like, oh, I yeah, mean, I, was, I mean, were working at the. I mean, fuck I mean, that puto. But right. still, yeah. I'm saying like it's one of those like, oh come on, come on, you're begging here. Where's my hat? Where's my hat? Yeah, get get you know? it out, dude. It's it's getting ridiculous, guys. They're just again, just trying to hide stuff, and and uh, it's, it's just dumb. It's just part of society, you know. Um, you know, our goal is to change that, but how do we change what doesn't want to be changed? Right. You know. I'm mean, speaking of which, jumping into the NCAA football, Mississippi mm-hmm. State running back Kylan Hill states that he will not suit up for MSU if the Confederate battle flag is not changed. The Mississippi state flag if it is not changed over the weekend there has been a proposal floating amongst some of the um, mississippi legislator to create a separate but equal flag option to keep the original but have a second one that is just as as important to the uh, to mississippi but 
while this is well intentioned, any plan like this would would all this would all this would accomplish all that would accomplish is the exact opposite and would divide the state even more. I actually I had never I hadn't even thought about the uh, Mississippi flag. I pulled it up and I was like, holy shit, they have the fucking Confederate flag in the Mississippi flag, like that's what it flies. And there are people I've been reading threads. On both ends of the spectrum. Like, yeah, yeah, get rid of it, man. Why do we need it? Isn't that blah, blah, blah. And there are other people like, if you don't like it, get out my goddamn state. We don't need you. Mississippi Confederate flag. Yeah. Like, bro, you were four or five states who tried to, to run the shit. You lost. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you're not even from... I, I mean, I'm not going to get into the whole you're not even from this country. Like, you immigrated from Europe. Yada, yada, yada. Whatever, bro. But right. just that kind of backwards thinking needs to stop and be done with already. I, um, I agree, man. You know, I mean, changes need to happen somewhere. They need to start somewhere, and people aren't going to be happy with them. And the ones that aren't happy are usually the ones that we need to be looking at the most. You know, absolutely. They're, they're, they're the ones that are at the root of the problem. I think you know. There are two. Um, mock-ups for new flags for mississippi the one with the big old star right in the middle and the and the three color i mean it looks great i'm like that should be the fucking flag and to to have people still you know uh, the me like we, we were talking about earlier we're in a meme culture now uh, but to have like gifs and memes where people are like oh yeah I'll, I'll teach my kids to hate you too if you don't like the confederate flag it's like bitch what what like come on we all understand it's it's like if you're carrying um, uh, a flag with a swastika on it. At this point, that's what it's being compared to. All right. And it's just like, do you think Nazis are okay? No. So why the hell would you think this is okay? It's just, to me, it's the same shit, man. I don't, I don't know what you think, man. What do you think? I agree. I mean, but I mean, I'm also not from there, you know. So everything's different. Um, we're also at the same time we're we're not privy privileged you know we're on one end of the the scale does that make sense okay let me let me interrupt you there okay so here's my thing if tomorrow they told me that the marine corps flag was racist and we had to change it to something else i love my marine corps flag i love my eagle love and anchor ega i love that shit dude i bleed my marine corps you know red and 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 gold and, and green but if you told me that shit was racist and we had to change it, I would understand. I'd go to war for that motherfucker. I wouldn't let that thing touch the ground. But you're telling me that that is, that is offensive and this and that, yada, yada. And we need to get rid of it because it is detrimental to the future of our society. Let's change saying, it up. Though. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, to understand racism, I don't think people that are racist really believe they're racist. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I just, I honestly wholeheartedly believe that they don't believe they're racist. They're like, I'm not racist. I just like my Mississippi flag. Like, what's racist about that? <laughs> and I get it. Like, I'm with you. I'm like, what you mean? What's wrong with that? You don't see, you, you don't understand? Uh, no. What, what am I doing that's racist about that? Does that make sense? Like, yeah, that's no. the way I think they see it. They're like, I'm not racist. They are the people that that create that racism. You know, they, it's it's you know one thing after another after another, and before you know it, like 
the bigger things don't feel like such a big form of racism because you've done so many other little things that lead up to the bigger things. Yeah, I got. I, I, I don't know. That's that. That I, honestly, that's just the only perspective I could think of that these these people or these other people or whatever you know people from Mississippi are seeing it as. Because I'm with you. I'm like, hey, dude, if it's racist, I'm with you. Like, let's get rid of it. You know, let's get rid of it. Um, but I just don't. What what else? What other reasoning could it be? Unless they're really racist, they're like, so I don't care. That's that's your problem. It's not like a you problem, not a me problem. You know, I mean, it's I just... honestly believe that they don't they don't think they're racist or that it is racist because they don't know that they are racist. I'm with you there for to to, like, to an extent because look look there was a a Joe Rogan podcast. Um, shout out to Joe Rogan if you're listening. What's up, babe? Um, there was a Joe Rogan podcast where he had this African American gentleman who was a um a documentarian about racism down in the South. And this man went and had an interview with one of the high end, the higher end Klansmen or whatever. Right. They became friends. And the Klansman guy, he was like, I forget what they call him, the knight or the poobah, whatever the fuck they call him now. They're all pieces of shit anyways. But like, he ended up like giving up. Like he was like, I'm not, I can't do this anymore, man. Like we're friends. You're a great guy. Like I never knew a black man before. And I was taught that they're assholes. I'm paraphrasing. Um, but they're not, you're my, one of my best friends and we hang out every week and we drink beers and, and eat and this and that. He's like, there's nothing wrong with you. And he ended up turning over his uniform or whatever you want to call it. The fucking the hood and shit. And the dude kept it as like trophies. He's like, now I go and start pulling these motherfuckers out. Like, okay, let's let's just see how much of a racist you really are, or are you just ignorant? Are you just dumb? You know what I mean? So it reminds you of that kind of stuff. Maybe you're right. Maybe they don't understand. Maybe they don't feel that they're racist. Maybe they don't feel that what they're doing is wrong. They're just supporting their flag. They're supporting their their Mississippi flag. But they need to understand. I think to an extent, there's a part. Of it, there's a part of that flag that hurts other people. And I think that when they realize that it's going to be okay when they swap it out for something else that still represents Mississippi or any of the Southern States, I think that's going to be, I mean, a breakthrough. I think I, I don't, I'm going yeah. to jump off my soapbox on that one. Hey, I agree. I think there's, there's going to be these battles. There's going to be a lot of these battles. Dude, if we want things to change, these are all the battles that need to happen. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Got to win as many as we can. Got to win as many as we can. And this dude's staying, standing up and saying, you know, I'm not going to play for it. Um, you know, that's good for him. Kudos. I hope he could transfer uh, because I'm not sure if that actually plays out. I mean, he, he's one of the number one um, running backs in the, in the nation right now. Well, I mean, so I'm sure there's going to be plenty of teams trying to get him into the uh, transfer portal. To go pick sure. him up, guaranteed. I mean, he's gonna like play somewhere. He's gonna, he's gonna play somewhere. Uh, it either it either happens and he stays, or it doesn't happen and he transfers out, and it makes just as big of a statement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like one way, I feel like one way or the other. But he needs to stick with it. You know what I'm saying? Like the worst thing he could do is say this and then still play for them, even if they don't make a change. That's the worst thing that can happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you think on that? No, no, no. I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm just, 
it's it's crazy what has happened in the last six months right with everything with the covid with with all this uh, death and 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 us unnecessary i mean i guess it had to have been necessary because look at everything that's changing i just hope that everything that's changing is permanent on the good end you know what i mean um i hope that everybody realizes everything that's going on to a certain extent like i told you before tearing down statues and all this and that okay cool take them down put them somewhere so that we can remember the mistakes from our past so that we do not repeat them that's my biggest thing um shifting big gears we're gonna go ahead and grind it in the third gear right now (laughs) going into the nba um and what's going on with them trevor ariza will not report to the portland trailblazers when the season starts again um but he's doing it for a good reason okay um he is opting out due to a custody battle with his son's mother i mean i don't know if that's a good reason but he's he's doing it for his kid he has a one month visitation window with his 12 year old son who he's trying to take custody of and i get it man hey trevor i know who you are and what's going on and, and how hard you're working and i know you want to be there for your guys and i know this is way outside of when you would be playing and i think nobody in the nba is going to be upset because you're with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Not going to be there. Take care of your family. Take care of your kids. You know what I mean? I totally agree. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. What teams he play for? Portland. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they're out of it anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does it. it <laughs> but at the, yeah. same, you know, at the same time, like, he's doing it for a good reason. Yeah, yeah. There, but there he, are there are some he, players that are are staying out because other reasons. Yeah, but I, mean, they, like I think I, this is a noble I, one I, that they have. You know, yeah, I agree. It's a noble one, but it's kind of easy to be noble when when your team's not in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but what is it? Um, I, I lost the quote in my head, but it's basically from the movie Invincible, mm-hmm. and it says, uh, his uh, his wife. His wife, you know, to Dick Vermeil tells him, uh, what is it you're always telling me? He said, uh, adversity is really how a man acts when he's met with it. And then she, he says, yeah, but I, I think he's being strong and this and this and that, right? Like he's talking about um, Mark Wahlberg, the, the invincible character. And she's right. like, I wasn't talking about him. I was talking about you. And he's like, damn, got me. Got me right? <laughs> like that's one of these things like, yeah. It's yeah, I get what he's saying, but is it really that like impressive what he's doing or whatever? Is that really that noble? Uh, I mean, it's not. It is noble, but it's not that noble. You know, there's different levels. Yeah, but good for him. There's other dudes, you know, that that they're are, not. They don't even give a shit, and they don't want to want to fight for their kids. Right. Exactly. So, so Demarcus Cousins is another dude that's talking about boogie out. He's another dude in Kyrie's kind of level. Um, well, Kyrie's hurt. Of course, he doesn't want to play. Of course, he doesn't want to come back type of thing, right? Because he's yeah. back from that injury. 
Uh, I don't even know if he's healthy enough to still play or whatever, but I know he's come back from the injury, and he's talking about whether he's just going to sit out the rest of the year, which is, to me, the smartest thing for him to do. Why is he going to come back and rush it, you know, mm-hmm. when he's tore his AC, uh, not his ACL, his Achilles last year, right? Um, so he's talking about uh, coming back, rushing it to sign with the team or sitting out the rest of the year. Smart thing for him would be to let himself heal, let his body heal, and come back next year. Yeah, absolutely. You know, then there's the, and there's the other dude from the Wizards, the sharpshooter. I'm trying to get his name right now. Um, but he's talking about he's not coming back um, um, to play uh, because basically he's he's in line for um, for a big contract. That kind so, of shit right there. Again, he's doing it for contract. Contract, yeah. you know. So his yeah. name is David David Bertans. He's he's opting out to sit out the rest of the restart of the NBA season, but he's doing it for contract reasons because he had a real good year. Again, the Wizards are not in line to win the whole thing, right? Uh so he's gonna sit out the rest of the year. He's coming into his big free agent year. Do you think? That's going to hurt him in free agency, knowing that, yeah, you're not in line to win, but you still have the opportunity to go in there and compete. Do you think that hurts him in free agency, or do you think that that it's not going to matter? Because it's the 2020 season, and they're going to call it a wash if people don't show up. Uh, I don't know. I think he's going to pigeonhole himself with a couple – of teams, I could tell you, you know, the Wizards probably won't give him like a fat contract. So if he gets a contract, it's going to be somewhere else. And a lot of times, these other teams, they don't care. You know, they're like, "Oh, you did that over there. All right, I don't care." You know, they they don't concern themselves. And I'll give you an example, like, okay, just something dumb. And I was talking about this with a, a friend the other day. Um, they they went after Manny Machado, the the Padres, right? And they threw all this money out there at him, right? Right. And I don't hear, like, the greatest of things in terms of work ethic. This dude jogs two seconds, stuff like that. And I don't know if people remember, but Manny Machado basically ended uh, Dustin Pedroia's career. Like, he took him out with that dirty slide back when he was with Baltimore against Boston. And and Dustin Pedroia has not been back or been the same since. He's had to have surgery, and they're talking about, I think he's retiring, like, He's going to retire because he's just struggling to get back. He, he just can't regain the person he used to be, like well, uh, his psychomotor skills or whatever it is. But, yeah, he still got paid with San Diego. Did, uh, does anybody remember any of those things, like how he dogs it going to first? Yeah, and, oh, I remember that because like I was like, what a shithead. You know, you're, you're such a great player, and you're going to dog it. Like, just because you got paid – you're like, eh, I'm not gonna. I'm like, oh, that's that's gonna be a, a grounder. That's an out. Like, I'm not gonna run the first base. I'm just gonna go ahead and jog it over there. Take a couple. All right, I'm good. I'm going back to the the dugout. Like, he doesn't care. Like, that is a bad mark on baseball. I think. Yeah. Do not learn well, from him, kids. I just think that yeah, they're just gonna be like, wow, well, wasn't for my team, so I don't care. You know? Yeah, I don't think he's gonna get a contract from the Wizards, but I think he, it's gonna be like that. Where yeah, it's um. Uh, Somebody's gonna give him some money, but it won't be it won't, wizards. Yeah, I do think someone's gonna give him some money for sure. Right, for on. sure. Um, 
There have been a couple other players that have been like, oh, I'm not going to show up. Let's not show up. We talked about it last week. Let's start our own league. I haven't heard anything else about that, about I mean, them starting their own league and stuff like that. So it, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next few weeks. Totally agree. About someone that's finally getting paid, huh? Oh, let's talk about somebody who's getting paid. Getting paid and getting paid. Now, what? What happened? Uh, Dak finally signs his $31.4 million franchise tag. He will play next season on the tag uh, while they work out a long-term deal. Now, saying that, I have an update. Dak Prescott has signed a three-year, $123 million contract with the Cowboys, making him one of the NFL's highest-paid players. And the most money is and almost... All of that money is virtually guaranteed. Okay, so not, it's not technically true. Prescott is merely signing a one-year guaranteed franchise tender of $31.4 million. But if you know how that franchise tag works, and we talked about it a couple weeks ago, it may be well be a three-year deal, and that would equate to $123 million. And almost all of that is guaranteed when you're under the um, the franchise tag. And if I may add... It's it's going to be interesting because Prescott only wants a four-year contract. He wants a shortened contract, whereas uh, Jerry, my boy Jerry Jones, wants to give him a long-term contract. He only wants a short-term four-year contract because he wants to have, be able to have another big payday at the end of four years. So it's going to be one of those things where he's he's playing, but he's trying to get paid at the same time still. And somebody said it very nicely. It's like going to have a really nice dinner, but it's with your in-laws that you don't really get along with very well. Uh. So it's going to be interesting. I'm glad he's getting he signed because then that's weight off my shoulders. At least he's there for the franchise, and we'll go there. Um, he's got three years. If they don't, if he doesn't sign, he's got the next three years to go off the franchise tag. He's going to make 123 million dollars, most of it guaranteed. I'm sure there's some pluses and 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 add-ons on there, but come on, Dak. Where else are you going to go? Where else are you going to get that money? Honestly, let's just fucking rock and roll. Let's go win a Super Bowl. So I'm saying, let's go win a Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know about winning a Super Bowl. You're gonna get past the first round with him first. I said, let's go win a Super Bowl, and you don't take that away from me. <laughs> I could dream all I want, Artie. I could dream all I want. Yeah, yes, you can. Speaking of dreams, Jamal yeah. Adams <laughs> has got a big dream. He yeah. he dream he's dreaming about playing in Dallas, baby. He was caught over the weekend. Um, video submitted by I think it was TMZ or ESPN or somebody submitted the video. Some fans saw him in his SUV and was like, "Hey, bro, come to play in Dallas." And he was like, "I'm trying." Um, so we see where he wants to go. Should he go there? Maybe, maybe not. Um, there was who. What is it? Uh, Undisputed this morning was talking with uh, Shannon Sharp and um, who's the other guy? El uh, uh, Skip, Skip Bayless. Bay- Skip Bayless. And Skip, biggest cowboy fan I know other than myself, um, was talking about it. He was like, no, do not go get him. He's worth he, – he, he, they're asking way too much money and way too many things for him. It's not worth it you could have given that money and those picks to somebody else for some uh, for other better players i don't know man i'm kind of half and half now after hearing him i'm like i mean mm-hmm. jamal adams would definitely be an upgrade from what we have right now but 
is there issues there that we don't see that maybe let's let's just let him play one more year with the Jets and let's see where he goes. You know what I mean? Because he'll be a free agent at the end of the year. I think it's no, no. He's out this year and next year, so he's gonna be a free agent for the next two, in, in two years. Let's just see where it goes from there. Make your money, man. Be the baddest motherfucker in the world and go make your money after the fact. King's ransom, right? Is what they're always gonna ask for when they got him under control. Damn right. Um, I mean, they should. They should. Uh, the Cowboys. I don't think the Cowboys window is closing anytime for a championship. I'll tell you that. I think they got a solid, you know, three to five year window here. Um, depending, obviously, on what health and stuff like that, and who they keep drafting and all that good stuff. Yeah. And who they okay, I have Go something. Up. Something. Hold on. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you right there, man. I know you're mid. Um lot there but mlb the major league players association it just came out across the wire has agreed to play 60 game season reporting to camp july 1st it is fucking official baby baseball's back baby Woo! all right i I had to get that one out of my system i know you can't yell right now because the boys are are uh are asleep but one for Artie, and uh, (laughs) baseball's back guys it's official July 1st, they're reporting to camp. July 26th, 27th, they will be um, playing their first official games. And we'll have to wait and see what this what the schedule is going to be like, what the season's going to look like. And, uh, and yeah, okay, yeah. I'm sorry, man. I just had to say it. I had to yell. I had to be, exci- I had to be excited, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, it works for me. I'm happy. happy. Again, I'm still curious to see the players' angles. They still have their angles, too. I know. You know, you know, you know in the next hour you're going to hear about players who are not going to show up. But see, here's the other thing, too, though. I think this is where the reinforcements are going to come in, the minor leaguers. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Because there's mm-hmm. a lot of minor leaguers that they, hey, take your time, develop down there. And there's some dudes that are ready to play right now. They just need the at-bats. You know what I'm saying? Like, And that's part of the problem with bringing dudes up. They're like, man, well, we just – problem is we don't have somewhere to really give them all these at-bats. And I'll give you the example just um, because you're such a base, baseball angel nut, right? Like Joe the Adele. dude out of Joe Adele, right? He's a dude that is he gonna make the roster? Is he not? He's good enough to make the roster. We all know that. Yeah. But is he ready to make the roster? Are they ready to just say, hey, we're gonna run him out there every day, let him kind of um, like get learn, do the learning curve at the major league level, you know? Yeah. And I think they should for someone like him because look at what happened with Trout, right? They brought him up, balls. They sent him back down. And next time he came back up, he never went back down. Rocking and rolling from there. Yeah. So it's like uh, sometimes they try to coddle these dudes, you know, like not everybody's going to come up and just kill it and stay up there the whole time, you know? Yeah. And Trout's a perfect example. Like, but if if you judge Trout based on his first run through in the majors and you're, you're missing out on the big picture, you know, missing out on the big picture. And I think that is something that, because even though I talk about, well, I'm curious to see how many dudes don't come back. I'm also curious to see how many guys they say, all right, well, Fuck it, you can go, and let's bring this minor leaguer who we think is probably one year away from being ready, but you're going to get your shot this year, big guy. Let's go. Oh, we got 60 games to fucking prove it. Let's go. Right. Plus, I honestly, there's is there going to be minor league baseball? Probably not. So if I, A lot of those guys league. got furloughed, and we probably won't see them. I know that the Minor League Players Association has filed a grievance lawsuit with the owners and Major League Baseball because they are not playing. They get no money. They got nothing. They got they, they there's not even a plan for them to actually play minor league ball. 
So I know that came across earlier today. I forgot to mention it earlier, but um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the next in the next week because July first is around the corner. Yeah, but you didn't let me finish my thought. Oh, my bad, dude. Yeah, I get excited today, big guy, and so After- you made me lose my thought. But <laughs> something along the lines of they don't play a minor league season. Dudes are missing, or let's say they're not missing. Let's say there's there's not any dudes that say, oh, you know, I'll be here this year. These dudes, these higher-level guys, Joe Adele, right? Yeah. They're going to miss out on the whole year minor league baseball. Now, do you bring them up and say, well, we can't not have you play for a year, so we're going to bring you up and push you a year ahead instead? Because Joe Adele, I, I don't know how far along he is. I, I know a little bit about him. I, I don't follow the these star minor leaguers that in depth, you know, unless they're like the superstars, the Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Right. type of thing. Um, but I do know the names and I know they are among the best up there. Right. So I think that this year is going to be a little different. I think they're going to call a lot of those, you know, Joe Adele's Casey Mize to come in and get their experience that they're missing out for this year that they would have gotten the minors at the major league level. Um, are they going to get B starters? I think they're going to be like kind of like uh, utility type of players, utility roles. And if like an injury happens or they happen to get hot in that utility role, then they become starters. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so I'm very curious to see that aspect of it. It's It definitely is going to be in, an interesting um, next few months just to see how everything plays off. So. Uh, I'm just happy that fucking uh, baseball is back, sir. I mean, that's the the biggest thing to me. Baseball is absolutely taken care of. According to MLBPA, all remaining issues have been resolved and players are reporting to training camps. So I am super stoked for that. Baseball is officially back, everybody. Take a second. Soak it all in. Baseball's back. Um, going back to, to Jamal Adams and all that. Um, I think he's staying a jet this year. I think he's staying a jet next year. And I think he's going to hit free agency. And I don't think the jets are going to be the one that pays him. I think if anybody goes and pays out for him or trades for him, they're going to pay a King's ransom. Like you said. Um, but I don't think if you pay the King's ransom, I don't think it's going to be worth it. Mark my words. I don't think it's worth it. I agree. I, uh, I would just say, uh, just never know what the team chemistry is well, too. Yeah. He may be poison in the locker room. Who knows? We don't know. You don't know. We'll have to wait and see what happens in the next year or so. Um, getting towards the end here, the documentary The Kid premiered over the weekend. And also, you finally got to see The Long Summer. Um, I know that you missed the premiere of The Kid. I got to watch it on DVR because I was working. Um, it was absolutely Wonderful already. I still have it saved on my DVRs. So if you make it out here, we'll watch it again. Absolutely wonderful. Just reminds us how amazing and great Ken Griffey Jr. was or is. Um, but let's talk about the long summer since we both have seen that one. What? Cool. I think I might have labeled it wrong. What happened? What's it called? Long Gone Summer. I'm gone. I yeah, it's the long gone summer. I'm a, I know what you're talking about. The, the fans listening to us know what you're talking about already. We're all right. <laughs> the long gone summer. You finally got to see it. Um, one thing I need to bring up that bothered me during that whole situation. 
Sammy Sosa, what did you do to yourself? I'm sorry. Sammy, what did you do to yourself? You look completely different. And, I mean, if you feel happy, then fuck it, dude. It is what it is. Um, what was your favorite part of the long gone summer, Artie? Actually, do you think he looked as bad as, as I expected him as pictures I've seen him look? You, you thought he was like... You thought he looked ridiculously bad? I, I, mean, I didn't think... No, no, no. I don't know. I didn't think he looked ridiculously bad. There, I've seen some pictures where he looks ridiculously uh, bad. That's what I was expecting to see. And then when I saw this, I said, oh. He didn't look... He didn't look great. He didn't look good. But, I mean, to each their own. Hey, yes, that you know, carnal. But... He's also not playing every day, so he's not out in the sun as much anymore, right? No. I don't know. I'm trying to find some kind of excuse. He doesn't look as bad as other ones I've seen before, you know? Yeah, no, I've seen this man um, look pink. I was just like, my... okay. Yeah, I know. I, I had two, and I was just like, oh, okay. Look as bad as I thought he was going to look. Uh, other than that, I thought it was cool, man. He still, Sammy still has that uh, that charisma. Yeah, he's very charismatic. Oh, I have to give you that 110%. I thought it was cool when they were talking about it. Um, um Mark, I don't think McGuire hits breaks that record if he doesn't have some Sammy with him. Um, because it seemed like to be really wearing on him, you know. It seemed like they kept drawing back to the the Roger Maris comparisons, and Roger Maris, remember for a minute, had Mickey Mantle with him chasing that record, and then Mickey Mantle, you know, got sick, got hurt, whatever it was, and he was done, and um, he uh, he couldn't he couldn't uh. He, he started losing his hair, started stressing out, you know, all that stuff. And it just seems like because he had Sammy Sosa going and battling him back and forth, it pushed him to break that record and soar above it. Because, you know, he hit 70, right? What was it, 70, 72? 70, 70. 70, right? Like, he ended up hitting 70, dude. And that's crazy to think of that number. If he doesn't have Sammy. Yeah, if he doesn't have know, Sammy, you're right. I don't think he like, does that. He maybe breaks it by a hair or two, you know, because he was just having a damn good year, obviously. But I don't think he hit 70 because uh, of Sam. Um, so I found that really interesting. It almost seemed like he was relieved on those those um, conferences when Sammy was there with him because he was just like, like, it looked like he could breathe and he could enjoy the moment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As opposed to all the other times when reporters and it was just him being isolated looked like he was suffocating poor guy like like man I, I can't even breathe and he mentioned he said he he said in a quote that he felt like a caged animal right mm-hmm. and then the media got on him about that and stuff like that uh but it really did look like it and i remember thinking all that because sammy always just took it with a smile like oh yeah yeah i'm going after the record yeah we're going after it you know like no big deal yeah that's what we're supposed to do you know if you're having a good year blah blah blah, blah you know i thought that was cool that that little and then also, too, I didn't realize Mark McGuire didn't even know who Sammy Sosa was, dude. Yeah, like, that was dude. wild to me. Like, I, you're, you're going to tell me the guy that's popping fucking home runs left and right. He's like, I didn't know who he was until this became a race. All of a sudden, I knew who Sammy was. It's like, bro, how do you not know this motherfucker? He's I'm surprised, especially they're in the same division. He's plastering. I know. It. Oh, my God. Right? They are in the same division. He's plastering home runs up against the fucking walls over there. And you're not going to know who this motherfucker is? I'm like, yeah, get back. I think he means in, he wasn't plastering home runs until that year. Uh, that's not to say he didn't have other good years. Uh, I mean, he had a 30-30 season before this ever happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Sammy Sosa did. It's like, you don't know a dude that had a 30-30 
home run season, like, because they're, they're rare. They, they don't happen very often, 30-30s, you know? So, like, you don't know who that is. Um, I don't know, you know? Like, that, that to me was really strange. But the reason all this started, too, that that triggered all this is because they made references uh, to King Griffey Jr. throughout this, you know, mm-hmm. how they thought he's going to be the dude and stuff like that. Yeah, they were like, he was the chosen one. They were like, oh, Griffey's going to be the chosen one. And then he got yeah. hurt. And yeah, then, yeah. It always seemed like when Griffey had a shot, something would happen, you know? Yeah. I mean, he had, what, 58 home runs still, though, right? Yeah, he was right there, man. After he came back from that injury, man, he came back and he was right. 58, man. 58, yeah. three away. Like, imagine had he not gotten hurt and be gone for those, I think it was like 15, 20 games, something like that. Um, you have to imagine that he had to have been over 61, at least beaten Roger Maris's record. And at least in the mix with these guys. Because you don't think that he's going to be getting pushed and grinding out those extra home runs because these guys are fighting it right there, too? Uh, I think, man. But he had back-to-back years with 56. I, I thought it was 58, but it's 56. Mm-hmm. Home. Still 56. 56 is a lot, bro. You're saying Trout can't even hit 50. So we're getting there. We're getting there. Right. <laughs> and that was another thing. I, I thought I saw some uh, little things after uh, Griffey's uh, – video came out and stuff like that mm-hmm. on Sunday and they were talking about how um like if you think Griffey is better than Trout then you don't know baseball right and while I'm not saying Griffey's better than Trout I'm just saying at some in some ways Trout is not even at Griffey's level does that make sense yes yes now here's why here and, and again, this and this by the way way. everybody listening if you're the first time you're listening to the the blown state podcast understand i am the biggest trout fan and 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 uh enthusiast out there but go ahead Artie. go ahead so here here's my thing right well first is some baselines right trout's never hit 50 home runs and i've told you i don't think he'll ever will uh, i thought this year was a good year a good shot at him hitting 50 but trout Minds me in some ways of Griffey where, like, he just seems to kind of something goes wrong or he gets hurt in that year that he could have 50 home runs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, something happens. Uh, I'm not saying he trout can't, but by no means. I, I, I think he can. I just don't think he will. And there's a difference. Um, but Griffey has two 50 home run seasons under his belt. How many, how many, uh, 40 home run seasons does trout have under his two? Maybe. I want to say two. I think three, but I want to say two. I'm going to look real quick. I want to say, I, I, I'm i pretty sure it's not three. I, I'd be almost willing to bet that's not three. But I, I want to say it's two, two, maybe three. Go He's, ahead. Or, yeah, like I said, not even. Yeah, well, I guess not. He was close. 41, and then he had 30. Uh, no, he had two. 35, and then 41. Okay. And I guess. Am I close? Yeah, 39 another year. Yeah. So then, so, and I'm just throwing some numbers out there, right? Then Trout, and everybody's like, oh, but he hit here, and you can have a, do whatever the excuses is, whatever the reasoning. The point is, he doesn't have the numbers, right? Right. Okay, Trout has broken the 100 RBI plateau three times. Okay. He was close ish, another one, 97, mm-hmm. and then 90. And the other ones were not really that close. Right. Oh, and if he broke the 100 RBI plateau, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight, eight different times, you know, and then was close two other times. That, that's, again, 
I, I like I said, in some ways. But then at the same time, Griffey never hit more than looks like three twenty seven was his career high. And off the top of my head, I know Trout was three forties one time for sure. Uh oh no, I'm wrong with that. He was at three. Oh, he never won a batting title. Trout never won a batting title. Trout has never won a batting title. Trout has won a bunch of silver sluggers, but not a batting title. Yeah, yeah, that's not what I asked. I, I shut up. I know what you asked. Is like asking, hey, did he ever win a home run title? No, but he won a whole bunch of stolen base titles. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I was surprised. I thought he had three forty. His his career high is three twenty six. So there you go. So then Griffey hasn't even touched. Um, I'm sorry, Griffey has a higher single-season career batting average than, right. than Trout ever had, uh, which, again, to me, is surprising. It's by one, but still a little surprising. Yeah. Uh, three, let's see here, three, 285 for Griffey and 305, which is expected for Trout. Again, he's still not towards the tail end of his career where he's going to get a lot of lower batting average seasons, and that numbers, those numbers should probably even out, get a little closer, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. Because... I mean, that's what happened with Griffey. That's what happens with all of them. You know, they they don't get better as they get older. You know, not not all the way through the end of their careers. Not with batting average for sure. You know. Yeah. Um, but then you know, look at look at Trout's on base percentage. That's ridiculous. Slugging percentage. Well, again, slugging is not as high as Griffey's. Oh, wait, is it the other round? Uh, no, uh, Trout's is higher. OPS. Trout's is higher. Again, war so is definitely higher on Trout's side. Uh, is it really? The war? Yeah, war is definitely higher on Trout's side see here where are you seeing that at oh i'm not looking i'm just letting you know he has the highest war of any other player through the years that he's in right now oh again through the years he's in oh that, that let's let's was, let's finish Trump. let's finish the let's finish his career and then we'll go from there i mean if yeah. you want to get you want to get fucking crazy right now trout has oh, uh, I see the, trout, the wars here here you go let's see offensive wars yeah man uh 84s and 2.2s and seven yeah dude uh, Still I, rocking I a three where, MVP. I, I, don't, in a, I, don't, I don't see where you're seeing that he has a better number than Griffey. Where, just through the years he's played. Through the, through, the, through, through the years they've played, war. Yeah, that's, again, through the years they've played. What's that got to do with it? We're talking about, like, the whole overall thing. Trout's war is going to get worse, dude. That's not a good argument through the years he's played. I said right now. No, that that's not a good argument. Right now it is because it's higher. <laughs> it's not higher. His his war right now is not higher than Griffey's career war. Let's see here. What's Ken Griffey's war? Griffey's is at eighty three point eight through twenty two seasons. Out through nine seasons is at seventy two point eight. Explain to me how right now through right now is better than even a career. Like it's not. Hmm. Does that make sense? Like it's not. It's not. He's not gonna get better. A higher war. It's only gonna get. Well, he it might get a little bit better, and then it's gonna scale down. So you're talking about he's he's a full ten points behind. Yeah, he's not gonna catch up to him. <laughs> he got the MVPs. You also have to remember again, like MVPs are popularity votes. You know what I'm saying? And that's like saying, well, okay, Griffey has all these uh, gold gloves, right? And how many gold gloves does Trout have again? Like, none, right? We have absolutely again, zero gold gloves. 
And again, they he doesn't. Uh, he's gonna get one. I think he's gonna get one because I think people are making a big deal about it how he doesn't have one, mm-hmm. and I think he deserves one. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I'm absolutely, I think he deserves one. Yeah, I think he deserves one. But if we take Trout and Griffey for just defensive purposes, mm-hmm. like even just that end, I'm taking Griffey all day and twice on Sunday. I got. Trout. I'll tell you this right now. I would take Griffey over Trout. Absolutely. You know, like that but you know it's pretty cool so like you're talking about uh silver sluggers trout already has seven griffey had did you you know did you know this very fun fact so when they had the players jerseys right on trout it said kid with three eyes do you know why because it was ken griffey senior junior and he's been referred to as the kid the third iteration that's why he went with kid with three eyes. Fun fact. Boom. What's up? Respect him. Like it. Like it. He does remind me of like the right-handed King Griffey Jr. Oh, dude, his swing is so just short, concise, and just boom. I was looking at that shit. I'm like, oh, fucking Luke is gonna have that fucking swing. I swear to. God. Well, not that swing, but he's gonna have his own smooth ass fucking swing going to town. Like to think about that about their kids, but I mean, these guys are legends for a reason, you know. Let me have this. <laughs> just, just want to make sure you, you stay a little grounded. <laughs> I have all I have my feet are um, on the ground. Planet. He has only hands down the sweetest swing in baseball. Oh, absolutely the most. In, when when you get to watch the uh, the junior uh, documentary, you're gonna see. I mean, it's they just show it over and over and over and over and over again, and it's absolutely one of the most beautiful, almost effortless swings that has ever stroked the uh, the baseball diamond. I don't think it's one of the. I think it's the. I think you know what I mean. I can't think of. No, I, I like Trout's swing, but I still don't think it's the best right-handed swing I've seen. Um, personally, I always liked Manny Ramirez's uh, right-handed swing. Manny's was more violent to me, and he had a great follow-through and, and an exciting um, bat throwaway. <laughs> but I think I think he was more vi- like oh like um. Who's the one? Uh, the he's the Phillies. He was in the Washington Nationals. Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper has a very violent swing. He has one. That's why I would disagree with Manny having a violent one because Manny had a smooth stroke. Like, it, it was smooth. He didn't have a short stroke like Trout does. Okay, um, maybe I'll give you that. Okay, okay, I'll give you that one. I'll, I will short concede stroke that I could think of is like uh, someone compared to to Trout that I could think of a right-handed is uh, Hanley Ramirez when he was with. Um, when he was with uh, uh, the Marlins, not when he was with the Dodgers or the Red Sox, because he had more of, of uh, Manny Ramirez's stroke by then. Right. But when he was with Florida, he had a similar, more similar stroke to uh, another dude that had, believe it or not, had a similar stroke to Trout with that shortness is uh, Pudge Rodriguez. And if you think about it, they have that same kind of stature. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Which had a very similar stroke to, to um, Trout. Again, they're different strokes, but my favorite... For sure, I personally, even though I think Hamley's was similar to Manny's, was Manny's. He's, for me, my favorite right-handed swing because he seemed to just get his hands through the ball on every pitch, and it just seemed smooth, like smooth. You know, it's, it felt like, in some ways, a, a right-handed version of Griffey yeah. uh, without the finish. Griffey had that style. Oh, he had, that, finish, you know he had that swag, the style, oh. the charisma. Griffey, man... I think I think LeBron put it best. You know how he said, "If you made it cool to be to play baseball, you know." Oh, absolutely, 
absolutely, man. Griffey yeah. made it cool to play baseball again. And I know that we talk about McGuire and Sosa saving baseball and bringing people back to baseball. But, man, did Ken Griffey Jr. make it cool to play baseball again. Sure did. Sure did. And that's, again, that's, honestly, I that's how I feel about Trout. Like, when people see him or when I see him, he makes baseball look easy and he makes it look fun and he makes it look, like, cool. He looks like he's having fun out there. How many baseball players? Really, I mean, I see Kike Hernandez from the Dodgers. He's not the greatest mm-hmm. Dodger on there. He's, he's a solid role player for us. That dude looks like he's having fun. Out when he's playing, dude, like, he looks like he's having fun, you know? Yeah. Like, there's only a handful of guys that really look like they're having fun out there when they're playing ball, you know? Absolutely, I, man. I really like seeing those dudes. I really, really do. Maybe I'm not – maybe it's just because they're two local guys. Like, Bellinger's good at it, but he doesn't always look like he's having fun, you know? Like, he looks like he's having fun when he's doing good, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and Kike isn't sure. always – that makes sense? Like, Kike isn't always doing good, and that dude looks like he's having fun all the time, like always, you know? That remi- um, It reminds me right now of that movie, and I know we said we're going to talk about it, but we're going to do that probably next week, our top ten movies. Um yeah. But the 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 one where he's the he was a player, he became a coach, and the kids won the state champion or went to the state championship. Uh, so he had to go try out and he played for the Marlins. Oh, the rookie! Yeah, the rookie. There you go. Where they're like, guess what we get to do today? We get to play baseball. I like that. It's like, oh, I feel like that is the essence of Trout the entire time he's playing baseball. Like, come on, guys, guess what we get to do today? We get to play baseball. Ah, uh, he. I agree. I, I think, and I think it's because I mean it is a little easier when you're that damn good. Yeah. To want to go out there all the time, that dude's not that good by accident. You know what I'm saying? Not like oh that no, he works, and, he works yeah, hard. He works hard. He works hard. He's he's how they um what's the name James again? LeBron James says all the great ones work when nobody's looking. You know? Oh yeah. Like Trout is his work that he puts in. It's not in front of us, in front of all oh, batting practice. You know, early this and that. It's all the stuff he does at home or you know in behind closed doors stuff like that that's what makes him great he's not again it's not by accident that this dude does that good you know yeah. i'm with he, you there man so anyways that's a great great note and writing makes baseball seeing griffey and that documentary come out is like to me it's the perfect time again for because it got us excited about baseball and then baseball is like officially back you know yeah absolutely all right, man. I don't, I don't. I don't see any other place we could stop but here, and say thank God baseball's back. I'm happy. You're happy. The world's happy. Baseball's coming back. There are obviously other things going on in the world that we have to keep an eye on. You know what I mean? But right now, it's a good thing. Baseball's back, and we got a little glimpse of Junior and and talking about Trout, and we're, we'll see where the league takes us in the, in the next sixty games. That come up starting July first. That 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 uh, spring training, the pseudo spring training. But uh, it's always a pleasure, never Troy, Mister Artie. Let's hear your uh, so your send off, sir. All right, hey, let's not forget, wash our hands and be safe out there. There's still stuff going on, and there's a lot of uncertainty. If you're going to the river or stuff like that, and you're going to be outdoors <laughs> with other people, and you uh, care like some Brents, uh, then just be safe. Be safe. But, <laughs> I'll definitely be safe on my end, sir. We'll definitely make sure we're taking care of each other. We're not going out there dealing with other people. But 
Uh, for all you guys listening, uh, make sure you don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us. Make sure you share us and shout it out to everybody in the world. Hey, you guys need to listen to the Blown Save Podcast. These guys are hilarious. You guys are having a good time. And, hey, if you did follow along with us and have a couple drinks, make sure you guys drive safely. We don't want anybody getting in trouble or anybody getting hurt or anything like that. We want you guys to come back for our next podcast. Um, shout out to everybody following us in Marina Valley, El Segundo, La Puente, Los Angeles, Beaumont. Riverside, uh, all those uh, wonderful cities here in Southern California. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Big shout-out to Frisco, Irving, and McKinley, Texas. What's up, Big Texas? Uh, thanks, you guys, for all the love. Shout-out to the Sin City itself, Mrs. Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, not Las Vegas, n- um, New Mexico. I don't know how many people go over there. But, hey, if you guys want to listen to go ahead and go for it. And to everyone around the world listening to us, especially in India, France, Pakistan, and Portugal, thank you guys for listening to us. We really appreciate it. We don't know how you found us. We don't care how you found us. All we care is that you continue to listen to us. And everybody else that's on a proxy server listening to us, incognito, you don't want everybody to know, hey, man, let them know. You're listening to the Blown State Podcast. We love you guys. You guys ever have a great fucking week we'll see you guys next friday we got some interesting things happening just uh be safe be interesting and uh we love you guys baseball's back baby Woo!